0: peace and abundance always Peter abundant here the ego let's talk about the ego let's talk about the ego when it pertains to and how it affects how we achieve goals how we establish being more disciplined courageous achieving things that we really want to do but somehow never get started or never actually finish doing them in order in order to achieve that goal the ego the ego has a pretty bad rep and I think that one thing that we tend to forget about the ego or we even don't have a clue about is that the ego has a purpose. The ego is, with, is within us for a reason. Just like everything happens for a reason, the ego exists for a reason. So let's talk about the good and the bad of the ego. Most of us already know the bad, right? The bad basically creates a separation between you and me and you and them and everything else. The ego tends to be very aggressive and very defensive. That defensiveness can be shown as, you know, being confrontational, um, being hurt, being sensitive by a lot of things. Taking action that really doesn't serve us too well. You know fighting arguing you know shutting down cutting off people and relationships just because we had a slight disagreement you know the ego can really show its face in an ugly way a lot in our lives and that's basically because we don't know how to manage our ego we let our ego control us rather than controlling the ego now i say controlling in quotations because i'm not a big fan of the the word control But I understand that it's a word that people can understand easily. So therefore, that's why I use that word control. But really, we want to manage the ego. We want to understand the ego, know why it's there. So that way we can place it in a position in our lives that it can serve us more productively rather than being a menace in our lives. So when we think about the ego, we think about, the bad things that come up. But the ego has a place because, you know, we protect ourselves. That's the job of the ego to ultimately to protect us, whether it be physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally. The ego's job is really to protect. So because we have maybe some dis-genuine, maybe kind of disconnected associations with what it means to protect, Many people think protection means fighting, but that's not really the case. And because people believe fighting is protection, the ego tends to do that. But ultimately, the ego's job is to protect you from pain, right? So when you are in pain, the ego's job is to remind you, listen, we're in pain. Is this something that is going to serve us or not? That's a question you should be asking the ego. When the ego is reminding you, you're in pain. This person did this to you. This event happened. This caused you harm. This trauma happened. You're currently hurting right now because you're running a marathon and we're not used to running a marathon. So your body is really like, what in the hell is going on? That's the ego. The ego is saying, this is something that we're not used to. Maybe we should stop doing this because the ego is basically, think of the ego as your comfort zone. That's what the ego is. The ego represents your comfort zone. So we all know that when it comes to say fitness, the best thing to do is step out of the comfort zone in order to get more fit. If you think about business, the best thing to do is to become more successful in business is to step out of your comfort zone, to push, to fight, to hustle, to move, to take action. Even when you're scared, nervous, you know, you're not quite sure you have to go for it. That's the job of your spiritual self is to correct, to maintain, to manage, to give perspective to the ego, to balance out the ego. Cause the ego is saying, this is not something we often do. This is not something we've done. Right, The ego is saying, this is what we've done. We basically sat on the couch, watched TV all day, ate chips, ice cream, all those things. Now, because you're wanting to evolve and get better and you're realizing that the thing that you did before doesn't serve you anymore, you're trying to do something new, right? Your willpower is trying to say, well, we need to do something different. We need to eat different. We need to be more active. We want to, take more initiative in life. We want to be more adventurous. We want to do more in business. We want to, you know, have full control of our entire lives, but we're not used to that because we're not taught that as we grew up. So when you are using the will, right, to initiate change, the ego comes up and says, this is not what we used to do. This is not our comfort. This is not where we are used to being. This isn't something that, that we're happy with. This is causing us pain and harm. We need to stop this change. So you have to continue to move forward using will, okay? Using the spiritual aspects of yourself that understand that there's a higher purpose to this discomfort. And eventually the ego will begin to break down, will begin to dissolve and see the benefit of the change because the benefits will have to show, right? The benefits need to show themselves in order the ego to say, okay, this is something new, but this is comforting. This is serving us. This is allowing us to be stronger, feel better, be happier, you know? So the ego is like taking his time. its time is the, is the one that is very skeptical, Okay. If you think about all aspects of who you are and you think about them as individuals, the ego is a really skeptical one. The ego is a skeptical one that you really have to wait and be patient with the longest in order for it to change. That's the point of the ego. That is the pros and the cons of the ego. The ego is, is going to be really resistant and isn't going to want you to change things, anything. Once, and it's, and it's intention is to protect you understand that the ego's intention is to protect you, but you have to have the mental intellect and the emotional intelligence to say, well, the ego wants to do this, but really what is my spiritual side saying is best. And then you have to come to a place of balance between those two things. You have to ask yourself, well, what is going to serve me the most in the moment? If I take this action, how is this going to serve me? If I take the action of the ego, how is it going to serve me? Then you make a decision. Eventually the ego will catch up and understand, okay, this new way of being works for us. Then lifestyle happens, then it becomes, it changes from being work to just being a way of life. That's why they say, you know, it takes 30 days to create a habit because that's around the time where the ego is going to be resistant. And, you you know, it's going to take some time for your ego to get accustomed to the new element of of living for you. So understand that balance. Understand that the ego has a purpose. And when you understand that alone, it's going to help you. It's going to help you into realizing and, and truly understanding how change is going to happen. Because I think many of us, we think, oh, we have a great idea, we're excited, we're pumped, and then we jump in and we realize, oh, we, I just can't do this, I can't do this, I can't be vegan, I can't work out every day, I can't run a marathon, you know, I can't change my finances. But really, it's the ego being resistant because that's his job. The ego is comfortable the way things were, even though those things didn't quite serve you because we were miserable, right? but the ego's job is saying, hey, I don't want things to get worse. So let's keep it the way it is because I don't wanna get things worse. This is the way we've been living, so let's stay this way. Meanwhile, your will and your spiritual self is saying, no, we wanna do something different. You have to keep on going. Keep changing, keep evolving, keep pushing forward. The ego will eventually follow. That's how you really manage the ego. Peace and abundance always.